Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 732, recorded live on July 23rd, 2022. And here are your hosts, the man who doesn't know it, but is on the clock, Dave Play. Hey, um, I actually do know it. I'm on call this weekend. Oh, that's not what I meant. Andy Lowe, okay. hi. I'm trying to, uh... Trying to do a, 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 a time limit. A time limit? Yes. For the show? Yeah. Are you going to pause it whenever we have those long, awkward silences? No, 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 no. I'm just going to, when we hit 60 minutes in the recording, be like, hey, we hit 60 minutes. Ah. We, because we, we've, we've been we've been going long. I mean, and can you blame us? No. We're, we're two guys in our mid-30s, late-30s. Are we still technically mid 30 I'm mid-30s. I'm not. <laughs> I've got a year and a half before I'm in my late 30s. As as we've talked about earlier on this podcast, I am no longer considered a young professional, so I'm definitely not. Well, but that that was true like six years ago. Well, three years ago. Okay, that was true three years ago. Yeah. But also, like, your, your profession is aging out, so... <laughs> oh my god, so that, that much. That just makes it... That makes it worse, because it means that you're one of the older people now, because yes. everyone older than you is aging out of it. Now, I shared this with Dave, but this is this is both hilarious and terrifying, that um, one of our professional organizations <laughs> for the last eight years has sent out a survey to all of its members. It's basically like, uh, okay, you know, how many markets do you take care of? Are you TV? Are you radio? What's your salary? What's your benefits? You know, and then your demographic information of like <clears throat> age and such. Mm -hmm. Well, the second to last question on the survey this year, right after uh, how old are you, was when are you thinking of retiring? And um, first off, uh, before COVID, there was normally about 500 to 600 people responding to the survey, which um, it's about a 10% sample size because I think there's 5,000 current members in the organization. Mm -hmm. um, this year, only uh, 270 qualified respondents replied. So that's that was... That was a bit of a, ooh. Um, the other thing, though, was when they asked you, you know, how soon are you planning on retiring? They had a, uh, a line graph with a nice thick line, so it was kind of hard to tell exactly where everything was on the line graph. But I kind of ballparked the uh, area under the graph, and it looks like 45% of my um, profession is planning on retiring within the next 10 years. 45% of those who responded. Yes, 45% of those who responded to the survey. Which probably does tend towards the like upper end. Yes, it, the, um, the chart for average age was definitely skewed towards the upper 60s. Yeah. Oh, Andy, <laughs> that's, that's scary. Yep, but it's literally... You do get more, more like, hey, pay me more. Yes, that has happened a couple of times where people come and go, oh, you're young, you're a broadcast engineer. Hello. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I could definitely, you know, if things became too difficult at my current situation, I could very easily jump ship and find somewhere else to go without <laughs> breaking a sweat. And this is literally the aging out process is why I got into this industry eight years ago. Yeah, eight years ago. Because other people were retiring? Yeah. And the um, somebody pointed out to me the number of people who were entering the SBE that year that somebody talked to me about this. 
who are under the age of 35 for the whole country was 13. Wait, say that again. The number of people who joined the SPE, yeah. like I think it was nine years ago or 10 years ago, something like that. Yeah. But the number of people who joined who were under the age of 35 that year. Okay, under the age of 35. Yes. And like only 13 people joined the industry in an entire year? No, no, Hang no, on I, a second. No, no, no. Everybody under the age of 35 who joined. Okay. <clears throat> and the number of radio stations has only gone up. So. Yeah, but also like the technology is yeah, improved, the technology. so it's easier to manage multiple radio stations at once. Yes, yes, it is much easier. Which speaking, I apologize in advance if my phone goes off. There are some thunderstorms on the way. Oh, we so, just went through them. I'm I'm well aware. <laughs> they they were not fun, were they, Dave? Uh. It wasn't too bad. The lightning strike that was like a uh, half a mile away did kind of shake the house. Yeah, so. But we covered that last time of like what, how much power is actually in a lightning bolt. Yes. So yes, I'm, to, to circle back, I'm trying to uh, keep this one as close to 60 minutes as possible because um, uh, my side of the family is coming over tomorrow for uh, the third birthday party. For all the kids and you. Yep. So we need to end this one, like, on time. Yes. Is what I'm hearing. Yes. That's why we're starting so early. Well, that and Isaac fell asleep right away, so. Nice. Is his bedtime process still, like, two and a half hours long? Let's see. Uh, snack alarm goes off at 8.15. He gets whatever snacks he wants until 8.45. If he, you know, he finishes his snack, there's a timer that goes off on the tablet. So that's basically now at 8.45, if, you know, whatever video he's on, that's the end. Oh, there's the rain. Um, whatever video he's on ends, that's kind of the, the end-all point. Okay. So uh, today he went up at like 8.52 and then uh, brushed our teeth, got into our pajamas, played around for two minutes. Uh, we read some, which uh, this night's book was the uh, my first big book of space. Cool. Um, we read about uh, Mercury today, um, and then uh, then we start. We look out the windows. We look at Sky Map. Then I turn on the sheep, and the sheep is twenty four minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like the cool down period. Lights are off. Sheep is going, and then once the sheep stops, then he has to get in the bed with all his stuff. I sing Wheels on the Bus. Ten little buses, row, row, row your boat, and then a fourth one of his choosing, which this time he had fallen asleep by row, row, row your boat. So, so you got out of doing it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was. Uh, I was back down here. Time did I message you a little bit after ten? Uh, somewhere around there. Yeah. So yeah, so about. Technically, I'm watching him from like 8.15 till about 10, but normally now he's just doing his own thing and I just, you know, replenish his snacks as required. Nice. Until about, you know, 8.45, 9 o'clock, and then it's basically like an hour to get him through his whole process and in bed. Not too bad. Could be worse. Yes. And is he, once he's in bed, is he staying in bed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. You say, oh, yeah, but like... Yeah, I know. I've seen people where, you know, the kids are up and down and up and down and up and down. Yes. Well, I, uh, we, we, have a, we have the sheep again. So after I sing, you know, the four songs, if he's still awake, I turn the sheep on and I leave. And I tell mm -hmm. him, look, I will be back to check on you after the <laughs> sheep stops. So if you're still awake and the sheep stops, I will come back and we'll do some more songs. And, you know, Aww, yeah. What a good dad. So most of the time, yeah, he, normally dad. he crashes during that, that <laughs> second sheep and it's just like, oh, okay. And I'll just yep. look on the monitor and be like, yep, he is out. And I'll just, you know, move on with my evening. Nice. So, in other news, guess what's in the shop again? 
Your car? Nope. Car is basically fine, although the shocks are still very squeaky. Your 3D printer? Nope. That's in the basement. Still need to be unpacked. Your phone? There you go. (laughs) Trying to remember, like, going through my process, going, okay, what has broken recently around Dave? Yep. My Pixel 4 XL is broken again. Apparently, the connection between the battery and the motherboard is loose. And they cannot get in to repair it without doing more damage to it. Well, you you know, the 6A just came out. You know, the 7 drops in like three months. Depends on how quickly you need a phone. Well, this one's still under warranty. Okay. So they're they're replacing the motherboard. (laughs) Yeah, no, mine, mine would not turn on. And when it did turn on, it would just boot cycle. So I'm like, I need a new phone. Yeah. I got it one time to stay on. But you had a Pixel 4 XL, right? Uh, Just regular Pixel 4. Okay, but that should still be under warranty. Uh, It was not. Oh, maybe just the XLs? Yes, because of their issues. Yep. So yes, the XLs had the extended warranty. The Pixel 4 regular did not. Did not. Okay. Yeah, mine got to the point where it would only boot if you held the power button, which sounds like it's not a problem, right? Like, that that should be any phone. It boots when you hold the power button. I should say, it was only powered while you held the power button. Oh. Which is a slightly worse set of, of situation. Yes, that is a little, that is a little problematic. Because what happens when you hold the power button, Andy? Well, if you hold the power button long enough, it will reboot. Yep. <laughs> so, you could get it to boot. But halfway through the boot cycle, it would reboot because you were holding the power button. Yeah, that, that, oof, that's not, not good. So, so yeah, if you're going to hold out for the seven, yeah, go hold out for the seven. I'm, I'm probably going to hold out for the seven. Assuming they can fix this and, you know, order a new motherboard. And then possibly the uh, Pixel Watch would be released around then 10, around that time too, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I might pick that up. Coming this fall, Pixel 7 Pro and Pixel 7. I am subscribed to know when it drops. <clears throat> yes, no, I'm I'm fine with my 6 right now, so. Pretty good. <clears throat> so, you know what also has uh, dropped tonight? 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 Like, tonight, tonight. Yes. I don't know. Uh, a couple of uh, trailers. <gasps> a couple of trailers, you say? Yes. For? Marvel. Because tonight was the big panel at san diego comic-con all right Marvel, well i'll back see you in, in a couple minutes andy back in hall h new marvel releases huh yeah i'm looking i don't see anything on my youtube feed so it must be something i'll have to search for well uh black panther that trailer is online. Mm-hmm. Um, Secret Invasion. Oh, no, that was an exclusive trailer, so that one was not launched yet. Um, but confirmed is, like, the next big thing. Yes. Yes, they have They have released... They said Phase 4 is done with Black Panther, and then they re- said, here is what Phase 5 is. <laughs> nice. It will be interesting to see how they handle Secret Invasion, given the status of the Skrulls so far. Did you read the Secret Invasion comics, Andy? I did not. Do you know what the Secret Invasion comics are about? Yes, the Skrulls are basically infiltrated everywhere, and nobody knows who is actually real and who is an alien. Right. Because they also, not only do the Skrulls, like, infiltrate everything, they have Super Skrulls. And they are Skrulls that can imitate the superheroes. That's, okay... 
there is actually in Marvel Puzzle Quest a um is he a top tier or is he a f- <laughs> level four? There is a super scroll there is a scroll character, and then yeah. there is also a super scroll character in there. Yeah, and I believe the super scrolls actually mimic several heroes at once. Mm-hmm. Like they have the power of multiple heroes at the same time. That would be in line with the um See, with- you you just gotta have me when you're playing Puzzle Quest to explain <laughs> Half the stuff to you. I won't understand all of it. God, man, some of these characters, I'm like, what is this? There's, like, a, supposedly a character in Runaways who has a pet dinosaur. Yeah, a pet velociraptor. Yeah, that could be by her surprise. Parents, I think her parents are the time-traveling ones. They're, like, the super scientists. Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. I, don't, I remember... Shoot. No, it was called Marvel One-Shot. Runaway. Is it called the one shot? Yeah. Oh, there it is. What what you're looking for, Andy? The best, like the thing that taught me the most about the comics is the Marvel TLDR YouTube series. Hold on, subscribing. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, yep. There's the official trailer for She-Hulk that just popped on my YouTube feed. Okay, Marvel too long. Yep. There we go. Literally, it's Marvel TL semicolon DR. Yep. Published by Marvel Entertainment. Yeah, I see that. So Marvel TL DR view full playlist. Yeah. Oh, I am subscribed to Marvel already. Okay. <laughs> it is 32 videos of TLDR Marvel. Planet Hulk, Civil War. Okay, yep, yep. Nope. Some of these I get. Some of these I... <clears throat> some of these I did not know. So, yep, there we go. All right, I'll have to keep that in mind. <clears throat> okay. Um... <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Uh, so, yeah, Marvel, Disney drop, bunch of stuff, all the new trailers. I'm excited to go watch them. We need to wrap this up so I can go do so, because I can't pause in the middle of this because Andy has something to do tomorrow, because he and two of his kids, both his kids, have birthdays around the same time. Literally 10 days from start to finish. Me, five days. Isaac, five days. Megan. Yep. It is a, like I said, a birthday fortnight extravaganza. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Also, the amount of free food that I have gotten. I have, yeah. I, have, I sign, I sign up for, you know, <laughs> back in June, I just go through like, okay, where do what I want to, I just sign up for different um, rewards programs. <clears throat> and so yeah, Denny's has their slam. Um, Jimmy John's had a sub. Uh, Moe's had a burrito. Uh, Burger King gave me double rewards points. That's whatever. Still haven't done Qdoba yet. I think I better hurry up on that one. Where's that on my phone? But yeah, no, it's just been free pretzels, free burritos, free lunches and everything. It's It's been a lot. Okay. And I just, yeah, I just sign up for their things in June, give them my birthday. July comes around, I get all this free stuff, and then I unsubscribe from all their newsletters. <laughs> and repeat next year. Yep. I'm just looking through this list of Disney stuff that was announced. How did they convince Samuel L. Jackson to do a TV series? Impressive. Probably, probably a green. Well, it's probably part of his contract. I remember correctly, yeah. some of those early contracts were a bit <laughs> compulsory. Yeah, <laughs> you you will do this for us. Yep. It's only oh, when wow. you started. All right, so phase five, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy, Echo, which is the spinoff from Hawkeye. Yep. The Marvels, which... Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Echo, stop. God damn it. I should have put that together. 
Loki season two, Blade is coming out, which will be amazing. Ironheart, finally. Agatha gets her own show. Daredevil gets his own show. The new Captain America, which I assume is with Sam. Uh, yep. And then the Thunderbolts. Yep, Thunderbolts is the end of five. And then they also announced the start of six, which is Fantastic Four. Yeah. And the end of six is two Avenger movies. The Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, 2025. And then Avengers Secret Wars, November 7th. 2025 well shit dude they have they have a lot of content coming out in the next three years yes yes they do just imagine knowing everything here all of your major projects over the next five years yeah crazy i don't know all of the major projects i'm working on in the next two weeks yeah no i don't know either they are looking five years in the future well, three, but you have to assume they've been, like, planning this and plotting this. Yep. Jesus Christ, Kevin Feige. Take a vacation. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, so, so like... there, there, there's Fantastic Four and then the two Avengers <clears throat> movie. There are eight slots still available in Phase 6. <laughs> for for movies that they can fill? Movies and TV shows. There are, there are eight slots still available says, in 6. Says Kevin Feige? Or, yes. like... Okay, so they're like, we know the start, we know the end. All the stuff that happens between that, we still need to figure out. Yes. And that could be anything from Marvel, but there are eight There are eight parts. Yes, there are eight parts. Deadpool 4. Deadpool 4. Deadpool 4. Deadpool 3? Yes. <laughs> that too. 3 and 4? Sure, okay. 3 and 4. Well, so like 3 could be like a Disney Plus thing. I forgot there were, there were only two. I still have because to actually watch two, but two is now. I saw it on my um, Chromecast. Two so. is is good. Two is very good. Um, Logan I, is also now on Disney Plus. So, oh wow, that's yep. have you seen that one? No, I actually I have that on DVD because the the DVD no the Blu-ray the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm has the film noir version where it's all black and white. And you still haven't watched it. I still haven't watched it yet, no, but I saw that. You own on DVD the black and white version of Logan, Mm -hmm. which is not really a story that needs to be told in black and white. But it was the film noir version of it. Right. But again, it's not a story that... It doesn't... I watched the movie, Andy. I don't think watching it in black and white adds anything to it. Probably not. I mean, you could do that with, like, a setting on your TV. Probably, yes. So, anyway, um, yeah, no, it's just that Ryan Reynolds is in a bunch of movies, and every movie he's in, is he's just, he's Ryan Reynolds. He is Deadpool. Yep. Like, Detective Pikachu is Deadpool 3. It's just, it happens to be in a Pokemon universe. Free Guy is, I feel like, Ryan Reynolds, you know. Free Guy was different. Free, yeah, Free Guy and Adam Project, I, I feel like... Oh, yeah, where he plays, uh, like, an older version of himself, right? I mean, he plays himself. Yes, and there's but there's, like, a younger version of him, right? There's a younger version of him. Okay. But that's not played by him. No. It's played by, like, a, a teenager yeah. who's playing a pre-teenager. I don't know how old the kid is. I don't know. He's supposed to be, like, seven in the movie. I don't know. Or maybe he's 12 in the movie. There's time travel. <laughs> like, yep. We'll just, we'll just put it that way. There's time travel. Um, Mark Ruffalo is in the movie and is fantastic in it. Oh, yeah, She-Hulk's coming out soon, isn't it? Yes, you announced that, Andy. Yeah, I know, but that's like next month news. Like, right? Yep. 
There's a lot of stuff, man. There's a lot, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I still haven't watched Miss Marvel. We just watched uh, Multiverse of Madness. There's Thor is is out, Love and Thunder, and I need to see that. Oh my god, that was. <laughs> oh, Which apparently you have. Yep. Why? How are we? We saw it somehow. How did we see it? I presume in a movie theater. Oh, um, I had taken my birthday off. Mm-hmm. And Kate just took an extra long lunch, and we went to the movie theater and saw it. Nice. So, yes, that was that was my birthday present to myself. So Okay. Other topics. <laughs> we should probably talk about some of those. I have a topic. I don't have a site for it, because the one place I know that it's announced, I can't depend on it being there much longer. It'll probably end up on the Wikipedia page at some point, but... SureSpot. Have you ever heard of SureSpot, Andy? No. SureSpot is a encrypted chat program. Uh-oh. It uses end-to-end encryption. It is uh, five out of seven points on the EFF's messaging scorecard. It was open source, so like you could check the program, you could compile it yourself if you wanted to do that. Um, and it is closing down. So I have been a, a long-time user for SureSpot, and I'm very sad to see it go. Well, Probably the, the most useful feature about it is it didn't ask you for a phone number. Ah. So, like, every other end-to-end encrypted, like, oh, we're super secure, is like, give us your phone number first. And I'm like, I don't want to. And they're like, too bad. And you give them your phone number. They're like, okay, now let us have access to your contacts. And I'm like, I don't want you to. Yeah. And they're like, then you can't chat to anyone. I'm like, Fuck you. Yep. <clears throat> but it's shutting down, which is sad. Of course, I'm, I'll find out in like three weeks or something that like they're tied to the Proud Boys or something like that. <clears throat> okay, that was my rant. Sure, Spot mm-hmm. was specifically mentioned in a plea agreement in which a 17-year-old U.S. citizen was charged with providing material support to ISIS. Yeah. You could do the same thing with WhatsApp. Yeah, I know. And Facebook will not say a darn thing to anybody. I mean, not to the public. Nope. <laughs> Probably still give it up to the government behind the scenes. Probably. Well, speaking of other things shutting down. Um, yeah. Do you remember Space Chem? Yeah. Uh, developed. It's the, the Zactronics game. Yes. Zactronics is shutting down. Yes. Didn't we talk about this like three weeks ago? They're coming. They, they released a compendium of all the games that they didn't make. They were like, we're just going to take all the ideas that we didn't do that we want to do and put them into a game. And none of it's really like complete, but it's there. It is their swan song and their last farewell. Um, all of the people involved, cause it's only like a six person team. Like it's yeah. a very small indie group. Uh, they're all planning on going off and doing their own stuff. Like the band is breaking up, but they're all going to keep playing music. So there's going to be more games. It's just not going to be from Zachtronics. Gotcha. But they're like, yep, we're done. We had a good run. We put out some really good games. They put out some okay games. They put out some incredible games. How many of the Zachtronic games have you played, Andy? <sighs> um, I played Opus Magnum, Space mm-hmm. Chem, and uh, Shenzhen. Shenzhen IO? Yes. How far did you get in that? Not very far. Okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> I played Shenzhen IO. We should have talked about it. I, I know. You talked about it, and then I got it and tried it out and went, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> well, did you print the PDF? 
No. Ah, that is a critical step. Okay. You, you want to not only print the PDF, but, like, read it before you play the game. Because mm. otherwise you're going to be sitting there going, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yep, that that was basically it. Each each of the missions is a, like, refers to a new electronic component, which is in the PDF. So I believe the game even starts by saying, like, hey... If you haven't done so, go print the PDF and put it in a binder. Do I have it still down here? I know I brought it down. Yeah, there it is. I literally have my binder out, out, and right here of Shinzen I.O. The technical document organizer. That probably would have been a, a good idea. Yeah, because it talks about the language reference and the structure of the programs and how you can like program these, these different electronics. Yeah, I was reading the PDF, but that was... Yeah. And it talks about the different units you can put in. Yeah. <clears throat> God, this was such a good game. The 100p-14 Random Access Memory by Ping Pingdaco Limited offers embedded systems engineers additional storage for today's increasingly data-driven world with a whopping 14 memory cells. <clears throat> but yeah, no, we didn't talk about that, but yeah, they're shutting <clears throat> down now, and I'm a little sad. But hey, if they keep playing, keep making games... Uh, we'll try them out and then probably not get it very far in them. Yeah. They're hard games. They are just, they're such mm. hard games. And they're so good, but they're so hard. Yep. Um, I actually went back and, like, loaded up Space Chem and played through the first level again, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And the worst part is when it gives you that score at the end, and that's kind of one of the typical things of the Zactronics games. Like, they give you this bar chart of where you are versus where everyone else who plays the game is, and you look at the ones on, like, the far, like, small side, like, number of steps or time taken, and you're like, how? Yep. How do you do that? How can you do yours in a third of the time I did mine? Because I'm pretty sure mine is like, I can't find any shortcuts. And then you go look it up on YouTube and you're like, oh, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Well, oh, that was that's a totally different way of approaching the problem. Well, that was like in my uh, the, the Java programming class that I took. Yeah. Where the guy in the he he had a there was a sample program in the in the in the in the textbook. Yeah. And our professor was like, there is a better way of doing this. Yes. And he's like, I you know, he can he said, you know, okay, I want you to, you know, write, you know, write it out, lines of code, and figure out who can get it in the least number of lines of code. Okay. And I was I was the closest. Um see now I want to know what this challenge was. It it was I, f I forgot what it was, but it was something where it was basically a, a sorting algorithm of some kind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hate sorting algorithms. Yes. I got the closest, um, but I was actually still not the best because um, I didn't... If I remember correctly, the, the shortest way was to just um, assume that it's like pot A or pot 1 or whatever it is in the sort before you even go through it. And I didn't assume that at the time. I, I you know, it, it was something like that where it was just, you know, assume that your answer is one of these already before you even start mm. sorting. But yeah, there was everybody else in there was like looking at this going like, this seems okay. And I mean, I had it going like, oh, I can do it this way mm -hmm. and that will cut it down. But yeah, no, even then it was like, really, wait, there's not there's even a better way of doing it how, how? yeah yeah <sighs> what is it there's one where it's um find the first repeated letter in a word well that's interesting yeah so think about that for a second yeah find the first repeated letter in a word how would you approach that oh uh, 
I, I really, my head already slightly hurts, Dave. Okay. So, okay. So you're, are you thinking of like, start with the first letter and check if it exists somewhere else in the word, start, then move on to the second letter and then move on to the third letter? That would be the, the baseline. Okay. But there's got to be a better way of doing it. There is. You can do it by going through the word once. Because how many possible letters are there, Andy? Well, whatever the length of the word is. Oh, there's how only 26. Possible, there are 26 letters, Andy. There's, yes, there's only 26 letters. So make an array that is 26, 26 blanks long, 26 values long. And then start at letter one. What is it? Go to that spot in the array. Increment if check it. If it's one, you're done. If it's not one, increment it. Go to the second letter. Check that spot in the array. Is it a one? No? Then increment it. Go to the yep. third letter. Is it a one? Yes? Hey, guess what? You found a duplicate. Yep, that would make sense. That would make sense. That's the faster way. I don't know if there's an even faster way. But anyway, sorry. Where where are we? What are we talking about? Zektronics is closing down. Yes. Which is sad, but they're all going on to do other stuff. So like, kudos to them for putting out some serious quality games. Well, uh, other video game news that we got here. Yeah. Um, Nintendo yeah. is um, and Steam are warning people that it is too hot to play games right now. Yes. The consequence of global warming is that you can't use electronics outside. It's too hot. Yep. They cannot vent their heat fast enough. Which I, I know this quite well because I have transmitters that use outside air as their temperature control. Yep. Which, you know, nine months out of the year, no problem. It's fine. Yeah, No fine. problem. No problem whatsoever. Hell, three months out of the year? Like, you're, you're golden. You're worried about it getting too cold. Yeah. No, there, that, that was the, that was actually part of the problem was when, um, one of the transmitters failed back in April and I was out there working on it and it was getting down, you know, in the forties and fifties. And I actually had to go get a heater to keep the, to keep the ambient temperature, you know, above cold while I was out there because the, normally the transmitter itself is the heat source. Mm -hmm. But if it's broken, if it's broken and it's not on, there literally is no heat source in the room. So I had to plug in a heater and then um, later I had to remember to actually unplug the heater because I tried to turn the heater on and the transmitter on at the same time, and I blew the circuit breaker. <laughs> Two things pulling a bit too much power. Yes, a, 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 a high amount of amperage tripped the breaker. I don't doubt that. Yeah. So, yes, no, but, yeah, right now it's like I just, you know, I called people up. I'm like, look— you're, you're going to get alarms from the remote control unit saying that the building temperature is too high. And there is literally nothing I can do about it because there is no active cooling in that building. Yep. yep. All I can do pump, is... Except heat pumps also get, like, less efficient at extreme temperatures. Yep. That's the thing. I see all these ads now for, like, order a heat pump. Way more effective and efficient than your air conditioning. I'm like, yeah, except when it's 95 degrees outside, which is when I want it the most... It's like, it's better than your furnace. Like, yeah, when it's not, like, 40 below zero. Is that it's the, it's is, supposed to, yeah. Is that the one where they, they do the geothermal pipes, or no? No, it's the one where they literally just steal the heat from the outside and bring it in. Oh, well, You just yeah. run it in reverse, right? Like, it works just fine either way. Whether you take yes. the heat from, it, you're moving heat. You're either moving heat from the house to the outside or from the outside to the house. Mm -hmm. But that only works if there's heat outside to move, which is to say the winter. Like, you can't move heat into the house if there's no heat. 
And in the summer, like, it's too hot outside. The you heat doesn't want to go anywhere. Right. You can't bleed off the heat fast enough. Yep. And it's only going to get worse. So, like, but it is so much more efficient than an air conditioning and heating unit. Yeah, this is it. It'll be nice once I go to solid state transmitters because solid state electronics do not run as hot as these vacuum tubes. So that, that there's been times where people have <clears> talked about, you know, replacing a uh, an old tube transmitter with something solid state and they would actually literally have to go and get a heater for the winter months to keep it warm enough because they had always used the transmitter itself as a heat source. <clears throat> All right, so what else we got here? Um, environmental news. The post office has changed their order of the new postal vans. In what way? Well, originally, they were going to order 165,000 of those new postal vans, mm-hmm. but a majority of them would not be electric. Okay. But now the USPS says it will limit the purchase of the new postal vans to just 50,000, at least half of which will be electric. Okay. And then... And is Congress going to let them? I'm not sure if the Congress is in charge of that or not. I think that's part of the postal board. I mean, given the most recent, like, Supreme Court ruling on the EPA, kind of doubt any part of government's ability to function. Well, that was why we couldn't get rid of the Postmaster General, right? <laughs> It's because there was the postal board of directors, or whatever it was called, that was actually in charge of that sort of stuff. Oh, you know way more about the post office than I do, Andy. You did work for them for some time. Yes, I know. Um, but, okay, so they're they're limiting the purchase of these new ones to just 50000 at least yeah. half, which will be electric. And then so, they will also... Here's, here's my thing. I presume they had a need for 165000 of them, and now they're cutting their order down to a third of that. Well, they placed the initial order for 50000 That was the first order for the new vehicles, was 50000 okay. And then they bumped it to 165000 Well, they said the, the full contract was going to be 165000 vehicles. Okay. So they said, okay, we're going to drop the rest of the contract. We're just going to go. But, We've already placed the initial order of 50000 so we'll take okay. that. But over half of it has to be electric. Yes. Cool. Um, they also want to purchase 20,000 left-hand drive uh, COTS vehicles. What does COTS stand for? No, not COTS, like a camp bed. If you're Googling it, Google it with vehicle. Yep. Commercial Orbital Transport Services. No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Commercial off-the-shelf vehicle. Okay. <clears throat> So they're going to purchase 34,500 commercial off-the-shelf vehicles, um, including as many as are commercially available and consistent with our delivery profile. Okay, so 20,000 left-hand, 14,500 right-hand drive, and those purchases will be spread over two years. Yeah. The downside is the fact that the UP, uh, the post office will keep 50,000 old LLVs there still is. in service. There it is. Yeah, yep. because they shrank their order from 165,000 to 50,000. Yep. There's 100, 110,000, 115,000 vehicles unaccounted for. So, yeah, they're just going to keep using the old ones, which are big, gross, gas-guzzling, polluting, horrible maintenance costs. Those things are freaking horrible. Let's talk about talk about summer. There is I mean, oh, no AC in them. No, they also are like 
due respect, they're driving how many miles a day every day? Uh, my routes were 48 miles and um, <clears throat> 36 miles, I do believe. Because my Prius goes like 12 miles a day, period. Like, I go well, it's also work, work 48 miles of stop and go. Right. Just constant stop and go. Yeah. Yeah. There were there were very few times that I would travel more than a mile without actually applying the brakes. It just yeah. it didn't happen. And I was on a rural route, so I'm doing like farms. And you were still stop and go. Yep. So we'll see how this all shakes out. Um, I thought I saw some SLS news. Yes, there is a launch date. Huzzah! All right, hang on, hang on. Who gets dinner if they launch on the date? You or me? I don't know. Well, there's there's three there's three dates in the window. Mm-hmm. I I will I will say, barring weather, it will still be delayed. Like if if there is bad weather in all three days, then of course there's bad weather in all three days. But I'm saying even if there's good weather, it will still be delayed. So you so the the idea is there will be three opportunities: August 29th, September 2nd, and September 5th. In order to launch the Orion spacecraft to the moon, it will uh, orbit for several weeks and then splash down about 40 days later. Unmanned. Unmanned, yes. First one is unmanned. They want the second one to be, like, with a person. I seem to, to remember reading that somewhere. Uh, well, it does not say in this article. Okay. I don't know, man. I feel like they're not going to make it. There have been so many delays and problems with this thing. And also, I kind of don't want them to make it, because, like, the the expense of this thing is insane. Mm-hmm. Now, I will, I will say, the idea of talking about how expensive it is, like, that money all goes somewhere, right? Like, oh, man, yes. NASA's spending, like, a huge amount of money on this rocket. Like, okay, but, like, where is that money going? It's going to the workers, it's going to the manufacturers, it's going to et cetera, et cetera. So, like, I don't feel that bad about it. Yeah. It is It is going back to American workers who are working right. for the aerospace industry. Right. But also, like, it's a waste of resources. We could, we could do so much better. Yes. So speaking of costs, the uh, NASA also announced over the last week they have picked SpaceX to launch the Roman Space Telescope. When is the Roman Space Telescope being launched? October 2026. That is four years from now. Yes. Is it going to launch with the Super Heavy? Uh, right now, it's currently scheduled to launch on a Falcon Heavy. Okay. $255 million for the launch. Do we have an estimate on how much that launch is going to cost SpaceX? Um, let's see. NASA awarded a previous contract on a Falcon Heavy for the Europa Clipper mission. That was $178 million. September 2021 contract for the GOES-U weather satellite, $152 million. <clears throat> um, SpaceX offers the Falcon Heavy at a commercial list price of $97 million. The, the, the point that this article is making is the fact that SpaceX basically had no competition for the launch. Yeah, I mean, duh. Yeah. And it's Blue- Probably way yes. cheaper than anything else. Blue Origin's new Glenn hasn't launched yet. ULA, um, the Vulcan there hasn't launched either. So they're, you know, what other heavy lift capability vehicles are out there right now? Not a lot. Not, not uh, the, uh, the SLS? <laughs> 
But yes, no, the Roman is actually another uh, satellite that's going to head out to L2. Oh, fun. Yeah. The web so can, it, can have a friend. The, the Roman Space Telescope features a 2.4 meter primary mirror donated to NASA by the National Reconnaissance Office. Did they just have one sitting around? <laughs> like, hey, we just got this, like, it's 2.5 meter? Yeah, 2.4 meter. 2.4 meter, it says six, seven, it's an eight foot wide mirror. Do you, do you guys have, you know, do you need to have a use for it? Just just need, like, hey guys, like, we've got, we've, we just looked in the closet and we've got this, like, <laughs> eight and a half foot mirror. Do you want it? It's taking up space. We just need it, we, you know. <laughs> do you guys just build something around this so we can just ship it out to L2? It does not bring us joy. We need it out of our building. Right, right. Yeah. So that will be uh, on the life cycle as well. Cool. Is it visible spectrum? Uh, let's see. I do a, probably a quick Google on this. Nancy Grace Roman Space Telescope. This is not the successor to the web, to be clear. No. Nope. This is just another telescope that uh, is... The wide field instrument is a 300.8 megapixel multiband visible and near infrared camera. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so still invisible spectrum, which I don't think web's not visible at all, is it, or no? Uh, the the near cam, I think, can grab a little bit of red light. Hang on. Web, near cam, wavelength. Near cam operates at a wavelength of 0.6 to 5 microns. This is, uh, okay, so there's two. The wide field instrument is 0.48 to 2.3 microns. And the coronagraphic instrument uh, covers 0.5 to 0.8 microns. Okay. Near infrared can pick up cool red stars and go right through dust. (laughs) The web has to be, like, just one of the most complicated pieces of machinery in the solar system, like yeah. Did, uh, did you watch the Nova? No. Nope. Oh, they just did one recently about it. Yeah. Which did you also see the news that there's been uh, the damage uh, was worse than they thought? Yep. Yeah. Like, well, that was a good run. <laughs> we still have what seven other mirrors that are fine. Seven, seventeen, seventeen other mirrors. Yes. Right. Aren't there eighteen mirrors? I think so. Eighteen feels like the right number. Oh, there's a there's a part on the James Webb web, uh, Wikipedia page that compares its telescope to the other telescopes for wavelength and aperture. Okay. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Nope. Oh, there's the diffraction spikes. Oh, but you're just talking text. It's not like a picture that's a comparison. No. That would well, be they, like, have a, they have the a picture of the, the Hubble primary mirror versus that. But yeah, the right. wavelength. But I, I want a picture of the wavelengths uh, well, against the, the spectrum. So like I know where visible is. Well, I can't help you on that one. Okay. Just the idea that you can have something orbit L2 is also weird. It's orbiting nothing. Yet can, with a little bit of fuel, stay there. Indefinitely. Because it's actually, it is orbiting. It's just orbiting nothing. Yep. Because <clears throat> it's actually orbiting the sun and the earth. Just turned. So, the other news about James Webb is the mm-hmm. fact that um, one of the first images released basically has found the most distant galaxy yet observed. That just does not surprise me. That is what <laughs> it was literally designed to do. Yep. To look further back than we could ever hope to look before. So, like, yeah, good job. They found the furthest galaxy. They did their job. Yep. So, there you go. Is it, it's, it's, it was like a little red smudge on one of the images. 
Yeah, they basically said this thing is not really anything special. Just the fact that it's so old is what makes yep. it special. It, that's it. So good for us. All right, Dave. It is time. Is there anything on here? I mean, all of it, Andy. I want to keep talking to you. Um, 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 yeah, no, you go to bed. Go to bed. That's fine. Netflix is losing people left and right. No, duh. Right. How, how many how many subscription services are out there now? A lot. Yeah. A Netflix, lot. you're not the only game in town anymore. Stop acting they, like it. And they keep raising their price. Yes. Without providing additional services, just yes. additional content. And you know what? You, you can't keep charging for or keep, can't charge more for additional content when your job is to produce content. It no. It uh, <clears throat> you you are the establishment now. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I am the disruptor now. Unless you're CNN Plus, then don't, don't, don't. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. Review. Yes, random review. I am reviewing yes. Yes. something on the GeoGuessr website that is not GeoGuessr. <laughs> what is it? Satera. S-E-T-E-R-R-A. And it's not GeoGuessr, but it's nope. on GeoGuessr's site. Yes. GeoGuessr, I'm guessing, bought them. Okay. It is geography quizzes. Okay. All sorts of geography quizzes from, uh, I started, um, Isaac's thing, sometimes when we go out to the playground, is out at the playground, they have a map of the United States painted on the blacktop on the playground. Mm-hmm. And so we would just go through the states, you know. Do the, the whole 50 states song and all that jazz. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, oh, we should do it by size. And it's like, okay, so do you want to go smallest to largest, largest to smallest, all that other fun stuff there. Um, and so, uh, you know, we'd be every once in a while, we'd play games on my phone um, through the uh, Khan Academy Kids app. But at one point he was like, oh, you know, I want to I wanna do a, we were doing Weirdle. Mm -hmm. And he wanted, you know, he wanted to do another states quiz. So I just Googled, you know, 50 state quiz. And this was the first thing that popped up. And then I started scrolling down and going, oh. Oh, there's a lot of quizzes here. There's a lot of quizzes here. <laughs> so yeah, so Isaac can knock out the 50 states. Oh, no, I, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, we that's are, a pretty easy one. Yeah. How are you with state flags? Not great. I can get about a 95, 97% on the state flags. Really? Yeah. But yeah, it, this this website, and there's also an app too, so you can actually get an app on your phone for all these quizzes as well, um, where if you've got a few minutes, you can take quizzes about the state flags. And they, they have different game modes as well. Well, there's one where it's literally like you can just have it show you <clears throat> the name of the state under the state flag. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a quiz where they don't grade you. They give you multiple choice options. Like right here, it gives me multiple choice options. And I know this flag is New Hampshire because there's a boat. <laughs> oh, okay. Kansas. New Hampshire has a boat. Yep. Kansas has a sunflower. Nebraska is blue and gold. Pennsylvania's got the ponies. You know, it's just, I know these things now. That's Mississippi's new flag because the last one was racist. <laughs> 
Yes, yes, it was. I believe it has the the Confederate flag in the corner. Yep. Which, what did they have before the Confederacy? I don't, there's got to be a Wikipedia article about that, right? They couldn't have had the Confederate flag in the corner before the Confederacy. Mississippi. What was the Mississippi Mississippi state flag before the Confederacy? History. Let's see. Was Mississippi a state before that? They had to be. State flag, 1861 to 1865, had a star and then a tree on a white background, a magnolia tree mm. with a field on a field of white with a white star and a blue field in the upper left corner. <clears throat> and then the second flag had the stars and bars. Yeah. And then, yes, then 2020 had the new flag. Good. Whoa. Utah is getting a new flag. Did you know that? Nope. Neither did I, but hey. The blog what is here. Utah's new flag. They haven't the, uh, the beehive. They haven't. They haven't officially finalized it yet. Okay, because they just just got a new flag in 2011. Well, it looks like a new one is in the works. So, hmm. is there 21st century redesign attempts? The commemorative flag of Utah. What is with this beehive-looking building? The it's a Mormon thing. Okay, sure. So there's this website, Satera. Yes. Okay. Got geography quizzes, you know, states, flags. The U.S. National Football League stadiums. Yes. <laughs> the stadiums, mind you, not the teams. Yes, there is a quiz for the National Football League. There's, there's a quiz for Major League oh, Baseball teams. I don't like this, teams. Andy. The first one, Soldier Field. Cool. Great. Yep, I know exactly where that is. I've been, like, I haven't been there, but I've been by there. Second one, click on State Farm Stadium. <laughs> I don't feel happy about this. Yeah, stadium naming rights are... Like my first one, click on Gillette Stadium. Right. And, like, this is even wrong, right? Because is it still called Ford Field? Yes. Okay. Click on Nissan Stadium, Bank of America Stadium, U.S. Bank Stadium. This is bullshit. Lincoln Financial Field. FedEx Field. Okay, so that's probably near FedEx headquarters. You'd think so. Oh, no, it's not. What the frack? DC, really? First Energy Stadium. Like, Caesar's Superdome. Well, I know where the Superdome is. AT&T Stadium, that's in Texas. Because that's where the Cowboys play, because there have been lots of YouTubers. Why is Lucas Oil Stadium in the middle of Indiana? I I don't know. This is just depressing. That's what this is. These stadiums all used to have names that, like, meant something. Yes. So, yeah, so there's things like that. There's geography questions where it's like, okay, where is the Anirondack Mountains? You know, where is Mount Denali? Things like that. So, and that's just, that's just, you know, North America. There's things about Europe. There's things about South America. There's things about Africa. Yeah. So, (sighs) like I said, I can, I can feel happy that it's Lambeau Field and Soldier Field. Like, fuck everything else. Sorry, so this ahead. one, like I said, it's there is an app available on your phone, so yeah. you can you know you just can download it. Custom quizzes, yeah, if you pay. Oh, because this is also supposed to be used for public education. You <laughs> can make one. All of the hospitals that are our customers that go over real well at work. Uh cool. So yes, I will. I'll put the link on there for just the main page. But yes, no, there are apps as well. So I have the app on my phone. 
So um, you guys could pull that out whenever. And man, yeah. Isaac is going to know a lot of geography. He, He's going to get to geography in school and just be like, that was easy. He already hard. knows geography. Doesn't mean he's going to. I mean, for goodness sakes. We did Worldle today. Yeah. And he looks at it and he goes, that's Georgia. The country, not the state. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it going, I think you're right. Let me try it out. Yep, it's Georgia. Yep. Well, when you when you spend a lot of your time in your formative years watching a dude on YouTube just list off the names of countries, he's going to get in trouble when, like, a country changes. Yep, that's that's part of the thing is we've got a world map downstairs, and I can actually tell because of XKCD's flowchart exactly how old the map is because there are two Germanys and one Yemen. And that that narrows it down? That narrows it down to a specific part of 1983. Wow. Yeah. That's that's actually pretty I, funny. I forgot exactly where it is, but yeah, no, it's one of the things going through the flowchart, you know, going through there, and it's like, how many Yemens and Germanys? Like, <laughs> two, three, four? And it gives you, wow. like, literally a date section. Yeah, there were two Yemens and two Germanys at one point. Okay, a, but not like four Yemens and two Germanys. No, no, no. There was, okay. yeah, there was an East and it's, West it's Germany. add all of the Germanys and Yemens together, how many yes. are there? Yes, Two, and three, that, or four. Yes, and that narrows it down to how old the map is. Yeah. Man, it feels like that should be the first question. Well, no, the, if, first, if, the first question for him is, is it Istanbul or Constantinople? <laughs> Which I look at that and go, I'm like, yeah, that's got to be the first question. Yeah. <laughs> I also love in that flowchart, sometimes it's like, are you even looking at a map? Question mark. Hang on. XKCD. Map age. Map age guide. XKCD. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Constantinople, Istanbul, neither does the Ottoman Empire exist. Soviet Union, Saudi Arabia, is most of West Africa, a giant French bloc. How many Vietnams are there? Yeah, One. so if you look down in the bottom right, it says number of Yemens plus number of Germanys equals question mark. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, three of them is mid-1990. Sorry, my cor- I was incorrect okay. on my dates. <clears throat> What's the capital of Micronesia? <laughs> it's mostly Egypt. This is hilarious. Colorado or danger radioactive exclusion zone avoid. Does the warning mention the spiders? <laughs> This is fantastic. Yep. So, yes. Okay. <clears throat> number, what, 1688? Is that what it is? What? What What XKCD number? Yep, 1688. 1688, there it is. yep. So, yeah, so in case you ever have some time to kill, download this app. It's free on iOS and Android. You know, take some time and learn something. So that is my random review. Random topic. <laughs> Rolled. What are you Sorry. looking through? The, you're looking through the thing again, aren't you? I I, I got to the part where it talks about. Uh, do you see uh, rivers Syrian or Anduin? You <laughs> say yes. Is it Mordor? <laughs> yes, Numenor. <laughs> no, forest east of the Misty Mountains is early third age, late third age. I love it. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry. Random yep. topic. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time. What is your favorite statue? Favorite What is my favorite statue? statue? Yep. What what statue not sculpture? Yes. So like the bean doesn't count. That's not no. a statue. What, Andy? Yes. I need you to answer what is the what is the definition of statue? 
I do believe a statue is a freestanding sculpture representing one or more people or animals. Okay. You looked that up. Yes, that was the official definition. Okay. I appreciate it. So it's a sculpture of a person or an animal. Yes. In their entirety or partially. Uh, the fuck you girl next to the, the, the Wall Street bull. Oh, Am I remembering that correctly, that she's, like, flipping off the bowl? I think she's just standing with her hands on her hips. Okay. But, like, she's giving attitude to the bowl. Yeah. What is her name? Fearless Girl. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. That. I think that's my favorite statue. <clears throat> statue was removed from its original location in 2018? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So there was an old place of it. And then they moved it to the bowl. Okay. Oh, no, they they moved it away from the bowl. Now they put it in front of the stock exchange. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite statue, Andy? What is her name? Uh, Sorry, I'm looking through the list because Isaac at one point had me go through the whole list. There's there's a lot of Buddha statues. I'm sorry. Had you go through the full list of statues? Yep. There is a Wikipedia article of list of tallest statues. Okay. Tallest statues. Yes. Here we go. Motherland Calls. any, Any statue that's like five feet or under. The Motherland Calls. Largest statue of a woman in the world. And what do you like about it, Andy? Well, A, female. Okay. B. Supposed to represent Russia. I know. Yes. Yes. I know. It's it now that I, you know, when I first learned of this statue. So you, you, you picked this before you knew any context. This was one when I started going through the list. Well, okay, that's that's a cool looking statue. Okay. You, you don't think maybe the, the context of it might change that, though? <sighs> I... Mm. Now, you know, now that I think about it, it's just, you know... <laughs> yeah, it, well, you know, especially with, like, what's going on. Yes, with, with what's currently, you know... Right. Maybe, maybe we don't pick the giant statue that represents Russia. <sighs> okay, so if I don't pick that one, there's a giant dinosaur. Where the heck was that dinosaur? Uh, is that the big one outside of Vegas? It was the largest statues in the U.S., if I remember that correctly. <clears throat> Brontosaurus, Dinny the Dinosaur... Mm-hmm. Out at Dinosaur Delights, Cabazon, California. Is that the dinosaur from The Wizard? Uh, I don't know. I've never actually seen The Wizard. Never seen The Wizard? No, I have not. What was the dinosaur in The Wizard? The Cabazon Dinosaurs. Oh, yep. That's This is one of them. Okay. It's a big dinosaur. Yep. It's not accurate. No. You sure you want it to be your favorite? It's cute. And okay. it's one of those, like, silly roadside attractions. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, for goodness sakes, the gift shop is inside the Brontosaurus. Like, how, you know, Route 66 sort of vibe is that? That is a pretty Route 66 vibe. Yeah. So, yes, I'm going to go with, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll take away the political ramifications of the Motherland Calls. Okay. Which, you know, any other context, that still is a cool-looking statue. It's a really cool-looking statue kind of tied to a bunch of really bad stuff right now. Yes. And I will transfer my vote. probably was tied to a bunch of bad stuff when it was made. Probably. Built in 1967. So in that uh, Soviet era. So yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, on that note, that is a wrap, and I'm looking at the time, and we literally have not gone any shorter than we do normally. (laughs) 
This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>